heart and soul of a nation, beckons the call. The voice of our forefathers heard in the distance. A house divided against itself cannot stand. To reclaim our honor. honor. Our soul. The challenges of a generation call out. Future generations hang in the balance. We choose liberty. This is the voice of a nation. The nation. The nation. The nation. And now, Malcolm. Well, I'm sure like a lot of folks, I always thought multitasking was uh, optimal, was a very cool thing to do. A lot of this came from when, as kids, you know, in school, and you'd see, you know how some people were really, really good at multitasking, and it was, we, you know, we, we thought it was a real advantage how some people could, you know, do all these things simultaneously, and others, well, probably couldn't, or what do they say, walk and chew gum at the same time, right? But I think multitasking was something we thought was a huge advantage that would give us uh, the capacity to get more done in a given day. Now, I particularly am a perfect example of that. I multitask to the nth degree, uh, out of need, out of demand, uh, out of stress, uh, trying to accomplish a lot in a 24-hour day, that those sort of things. You, you can relate to me, what I'm saying. Uh, many of you have the same challenges. And we're, and we're all sort of challenged with these, uh, these obstacles, these problems I'm dealing with, uh, that we're all dealing with, actually, on a day-to-day basis. That, you know, and, I, and I think about this often, actually. We lose sight of the big picture in life. Uh, it's something I find uh, pretty common, and we get mired down with the moment by moment, the day-to-day task, the things that uh, we have to do to survive kind of thing. But all these things sort of surround us. Now, when, when you take all of that, that we've all are dealing with, right? And then we come over here and we deal with all the challenges and problems going on in the world. I mean, we see, I mean, this is tremendous added stress and everybody's about got this, okay? Whether it's, you know, the price of gas, what are we going to pay for gas today? And how do we go out of our way to save five cents a gallon? And that becomes fearful in a lot of people's minds. It, it becomes a bit of a struggle. Uh, you know, what you pay at the grocery store for a gallon of milk, but with inflation skyrocketing and things like this, this weighs heavy on, on about everybody. It really, it does. I mean, no matter what your financial structure in life is, nobody wants to spend more on a gallon of gas or a gallon of milk for that matter. But it's how much time we spend thinking about those things and then going up out of our way to maybe think we're saving 20 cents or something, you see? So that's one part of it there. And then you see the struggles on the world stage with war and how this plays into our psyche. Uh, some people can push it off and think it doesn't really matter. Uh, you know, And we call people out for that, that they're not really paying attention or think that you know, how should they get involved or not? And I see that. I actually talking to uh, our buddy, Dr. Henry Ely, just the other day on broadcast. And, you know, and I'd asked him uh, just off mic before we went on, are you concerned with the, uh, the, the Russia-Ukraine conflict, you know? And he says back to me, no, he said, not, not really, not right now. He said, doesn't concern me too much. Not really paying attention. I mean, I see it over there, he said, but I've got a lot of other things I'm focused on. I'm not really paying attention to that. 
And, you know, so as a political guy, I think, well, that, that's kind of not really the way to do it. I mean, you should be having, you should be worried about it, like all of us, right? Having your hand in there and concerned with that. And many of us, even the week before, were really fearful of some of the things that may happen. And so I think of all that, okay? And then you think back over the last 50 years, how many wars or conflicts that there have been on the world stage? And how many recessions or near recessions or not peak performance moments that we've had that would add these sort of challenges to our lives? And there's been a whole host of them over the last 50 years, my friends. And, you know, we can only impact what we can impact. We, we can't really fix everything, right? Is that fair? Well, we really can't deal with everything on a moment-by-moment -moment basis. Uh, but all of these other things that happen, in other words, life goes on. And to take that one step further, I think a lot about, I always have actually, what happens to all these daily chores, problems, things we have going on when we're not here anymore? Like, what happens? And I see some people as they get older or they struggle with life or then, you know, or maybe some massive health problem or whatever, and then they just want peace. They, they, they want to go. They want to die. They want to get to the next level. And we look at that as like a, a horrific thing for that person, right? I mean, it's like, oh, that poor soul, they died. Yet we sort of lose sight of the fact that we're all going to die at some point, it, it, whether you're, you know, uh, 15, uh, 30, uh, 45, uh, 90. Uh, wherever you're at at this point of life, we're all going to expire at some point. It's just the way it is. I mean, that's, that is the definition of life. I mean, it's harsh reality, isn't it? You know, we're, we're born, we're a bud, we're young, we're growing, we're, we're, we're you know, we're nurturing, and we age, how we take care of ourselves makes a big difference. You know, just like any plant or anything else in life, it makes a big difference. And then when you get to the other part of your life, it makes a difference in the performance and who we're going to be as people. Uh, so today, I, I really would like to talk to you more about this multitasking point in our life and in the bigger world, if you will. And this is really a it's a spontaneous conversation, if you will. But I think it's an important one. Uh, I. I don't see the need or the value every day to be getting on here and talking about Russia and Ukraine and that the sky is indeed fallen or the price of a gallon of milk or a gallon of gas. There are other things that we need to be focused on as people. If we don't have our health and well-being and all of these stresses around us, if we don't have them in check, uh, we're going to suffer. We're going to struggle as people. And I don't want that for you. And I surely don't want it for me either. And that's the purpose of what I'd like to do with you today and, and really talk from the heart about this multitasking bit and a very interesting study I discovered and found out. Uh, and I, I think there's some real world tips and ideas in here. There are for me. There absolutely are for me. I'm, I'm going to assume as well that it will benefit you for sure when we get done with this. Uh, I'm, I'm just guessing based on what I see here, because you know, I just, when I come across this message in this study, 
from uh, Stanford uh, Memory Lab, it dawned on me and I looked a little deeper into this. I'm like, golly, this makes incredible sense. I thought I need, I need to share this with listeners. That, that's really how this happened today. It's a, you know, there's again, a myriad of things on the plate here we talk about. Uh, but, you know, I, I think it's a good way to start the week and really talk about something that we can have uh, extreme value of uh, that will benefit all of our lives in ways that is immeasurable people. So, so this, so follow me here. Let's, let's peel this thing together, please. And, and I, I want you to forget everything else going on around you. So stop the multitasking right now. I want you to stop it. I want you to just listen. I don't, I want you to get off of social media you can even put your phone in, uh, in uh, what do they call it, the uh, airplane mode if you need, right? I think we all need to start using that a little bit, shutting things off. Stop the distractions. Don't do the text. Don't do the calls. This is probably part of the message we're going to talk about today. I think that is so valuable for all of us. And I listen, let me just share with you. I'm, I'm not an expert in what I'm going to talk about, but I will tell you this. I will benefit greatly by this talk. So you'll be doing me a great service to to follow along here and help us get this message out to improve people's lives. Uh, so, so these these distractions that have been going on for the last fifty years, hundred years, from the beginning of time, really, since the Garden scene, these things have been happening uh, to human beings, and it's how we take the information and it's how we process the information, and it's it's what we do about that information. Uh, I, I believe that's going to uh, benefit us in ways. And I, and I thought about that just coming onto the broadcast with you a moment ago. I thought, oh, my golly, I've got like 5,000 million things to do over here. You know, I've got all these deadlines over here and I've got these pressures here and I've got personal things you got to deal with over here. It's overwhelming people. Right. Am, am I right or wrong? It's overwhelming. I mean, I don't think there's any of us, you know, sucking down martinis by the poolside. You know, we all have these things that are happening around us that it can, beyond stress us, just stifle us and collapse us. And, and I, I'll tell you, with what I see here, there are some long-term uh, problems here that will develop that will cost us greatly if we're not careful about it. And life is going to go on. Let me say that first before I get to this important study here, but life is going to go on. So it's gone on over the last 50 years. It's gone on over the last 100 years. It'll go on for the next 100 years to whatever degree it does, people. But it will continue. And whether or not we stress extra on those things, I don't think it's going to improve the quality of our lives. And that really is my message here. So this is uh, today is a wake-up call for you and I. That's what this is. It's it's for us. Okay. So let me get to this big point now. So we'll have the aha moment right up front. Okay. And just follow me on this. And then we can talk a little more on the other side of all this. So, all right. So the researchers at the Stanford Memory Lab, lab found that aging isn't the only factor that diminishes what psychologists call our work in memory, okay? So our work in memory. It's our ability to process and store information, right? And another key factor is the amount of time we spend multitasking, right? Now, this whole concept I'm going to share with you now was a if we want to improve our memory, and who doesn't really want to improve our memory, we all should want to do that. And this is a decade-long 
Stanford study that suggests we stop doing this one thing. And the one thing is multitasking. So even though we were trained as young people that this was like a beautiful thing, and those people are far advanced in their thinking and tremendous talent to be able to multitask. And I know what I'm talking about because I was one of those people. You, you see what I mean? I'm one of those people who would take multitasking to a whole new level and think it's, you know, absolutely blessed cool. Like, okay, look, mom, you know, I can do all of this, this, and this, and this, and, you know, swing it up in the air and, you know, have some results. And something's got to give though. When, well, like the circus act and we're juggling all this and then we take on more and then with all these stresses. So this caught my attention. That's as simple as I can put it. I, there's no other agenda today other than what I'm talking to you about right now. Okay. That's, that's all there is. I don't want to talk. I don't care what this, I don't want to talk about Russia, Ukraine, or a gallon of gas or a gallon of milk. I don't want to talk about any of that people. So let's wipe that from our minds. Okay. I got the thing on airplane mode. I hope you got it on there as well. And we've stopped everybody to distract us. We just want to listen and talk to Malcolm right now. So let the rest of it go. All right. That's, that's it. So to go on here now, in the modern attention economy, they say here, we're all guilty of this habit. And to the degree, some more than others, I'm extreme. So I'm, uh, I'm an extreme abuser. I'm confessing with you right now. From a mo- and I'm not doing myself any good here. I, I just learned, and I knew a little bit of this, but not as much as I've seen from just diving into the study early, early this morning and understanding this. And, you know, amongst everything else going on, I said, God, this is important. I've got to share this with folks, you know? And I got to share it with myself. Yeah. So we all have different levels of being guilty of this habit. I'm an extreme abuser. So I'll tell you right now, I multitask in a ridiculous way and I need to stop it. I need to stop it because I'm not going to do myself any good. If I continue down this road, I'm not going to be here before long in my brain. I've taxed everything out and I won't be of any good to anybody, myself included. And surely not you all, you know. So it says here we have we all have the moments where we're on a conference call while texting, emailing, and sneaking an occasional peek at the social media and the news cycle. We can all relate to that, right? I mean, come on, you know, all social media is over here. It's like you know, and then the news feed. I mean, I'm, I'm like I'm extreme in this, so I listen. I'm I'm guilty as charged. I've got the news feed wired to my brain, you know? I mean, I pay for all these services so I get the news before it's even on television. Like, I feel like, okay, I gotta know. I gotta know. <laughs> so it's like, you know, and I don't get a lot of time to get to social media. It's mostly limited. I have to rely on other folks for that because I just don't have the capacity of time to be there, you know? And that is another place where people get really, you know, incessantly bogged down and their memories and their minds and the battles they do with people on there. Talk about a loss of time and multitasking, right? When you're fighting with people, wow. So when this becomes a way of life, they say, however, multitasking can begin to diminish the cognitive performance and memory. Yeah, there it is, okay? So what they've done is they have examined over a decade of the data here. These Stanford researchers found that heavy multitaskers, okay, that'd be me, might be you, I don't know, significantly underperformed light multitaskers on task that required work in memory and sustained attention. Think about that. 
Okay, so heavy multitaskers uh, significantly underperformed light multitaskers on the task that required work in memory and sustained attention. That's me. Multitasking, in other words, went hand in hand with a diminished ability to process memories and sustain a single point of focus. Now, what does the amount of time we spend multitasking have such, why does it have such a negative impact on our memory? Okay, so this is important now. Stanford psychologist, Anthony Wagner, theorizes that reduced work and memory, it occurs in heavy media multitaskers because they have a higher probability of experiencing the lapse of attention. So for instance, the more time we spend watching TV while email and surfing social media, in other words, the more difficult it becomes to sustain your attention. God, can I relate to that? Instead of building concentration, multitasking reinforces the mindset that psychologist Linda Stone famously calls continuous partial attention. It turns this scattered state of attention into a habit. And you know, that is so true. When people say things a lot, I don't hear everything everybody says. I tend to tune it out. I don't have the capacity to really, and which is unfair actually, it's unfair. I'm not always giving somebody my undivided attention because I'm looking at a million other things. So it's almost um, almost at a point you'd call rude, almost rude. I'm probably in many ways a little rude for that. I don't say that joyfully, but I'm so multitasked, uh, dependent on that over here that uh, again, continuous partial attention. So I can give you a small bit of attention or I get on and I'll say to people, you know, well, I'm really in a hurry, hurry. So everybody says, well, Malcolm's always in a hurry, hurry. And then I always find it, it really isn't, you know, about the quality of the moment. And I've usually bragged about the fact that I like to celebrate the, mo you've probably heard me say that before, actually, celebrate the moment in life. I, I like to make every moment special if it's a, an event or a gathering of folks or a dinner or a special, whatever, and just take that moment. And I, I do do that. Maybe that's the positive of what I've accomplished. I tend to step out of the room and look back in, in, in psychologically now, mentally, and see what's going on. And I've done that in my life effectively, actually. I, I have some very uh, beautifully stored memories in my mind of those moments. I've actually shared some with you over time. And it's really kind of cool where you're at this special moment and you, and the thing about these moments in our lives, what I do find is they're never going to be repeated again. So when you have that special moment, that special event, that special gathering of those two, three, four, five, six minds there. And you know, it's a special moment and I have some very dear friends that way that, and some of them may be not good in health and others may be other situations in life. And I know that that moment will never be repeated again. And I find that very unique, a highly unique moment of life. Do you find those as well in your life? So those are the moments I don't like to run through quickly. I don't like to skate through them and I don't like to multitask through those moments. So that, I, that part I kind of had figured out already. Uh, the truth of the matter is, still I'm guilty on the rest of this. But this part, I've been doing this pretty well for a lot of years. And it's because I love people. 
and I love the relationship with people. And I really appreciate the moment where those minds and those people are together in a, in a um, just a combined effort of that, that it's like a moment in time, you know, that it's a moment in time. There's something so cool about that. Oh man. And I remember back as a young boy doing crafts and stuff. And I remember a, a woman who I, um, oh man, much older woman, obviously not around anymore, but her first name was Eva. And she thought the world of me. And I was a young, young lad, a young entrepreneur. And I still remember the impact she had on my life of those special moments where she looked at me as a young entrepreneurial lad and she could do anything to encourage me. And what a special woman she was, you know? And I think of Uncle Bernie. I've shared with you before stories on Uncle Bernie, who's not here anymore either, sadly, unfortunately, who had a major impact of my life. So you have those people as well that made sort of a very unique impact of your life. And you can think back at those moments of time and you think of those special moments. So what I tend to do, I tend to step out of that moment and I look back at what I call the 30,000 foot moment. So I'm able to step out mentally of the room and look back and try it yourself. And you do that while you're there. So stop a minute consciously, look around the room and there's things that are happening, but step out of the room and look back in to realize that this is a special moment. There's something unique here happening that will possibly never be repeated again. And that makes this really super special and something where you really want to give it your, well, undivided attention. It's where you don't want to multitask. And when I've done that, I have successfully closed the computer, successfully turned over the phone so I don't see the screen, and successfully blocked out all of these nonsenses, given my undivided attention to the moment at hand. And I've stopped the multitasking. I have done that successfully. I don't know if you have, but I, ha I have pulled that off very well over the years. I just don't do it enough. You see, I don't do it enough. It's very rare, actually, that I can do that in my life. Because why? Well, because I'm multitasking, <laughs> because I'm, I'm doing all the rest of the things that have to be done because, you know, I'm out to seek uh, whatever, world domination, peace, uh, right? Uh, liberty and justice for all, uh, to a myriad of things, you see? I'm trying to be the very best at what I do. I always wanted to be number one in my life and whatever I was doing. And that's where that comes from, I guess, more or less, you know? Uh, so... But anyway, so this continuous partial attention is obviously uh, a, a real danger that is pointed out here uh, from the uh, Stanford uh, psychologists, uh, and uh, it's something we should pay attention to. And there are some tips they give that I absolutely want to share with you because I've just got the tips myself, and yes, I'm going to use them, rest assured, and I hope you're going to use them, I believe, as well. That's the purpose of this talk. And I'm going to try to give some resources and some thoughts to all of us today. Uh, so that's so now you see where I'm at today. You see, 
you know, that's what I thought we'd accomplish together is to try and help build these no multitasking zones into our everyday lives uh, to do what I would sometimes do on occasion when I have those special moments, but to try to do it in our everyday lives. So we're really focused at the moment. Like right now, I'm focused with you on this show, this program right now to make this the best hour of radio broadcast, we could possibly make this. That's my goal right now. I'm not thinking of anything else. There's a lot that's gotta be done, but it's over there. And I'll get to it when I can get to it. The rest of it will have to wait for me. Okay, is that fair? So that's how we start this process together. You see, that's what we need to do. So I've learned a few things today. This has been already a marvelous day for me because in between, Doing some of the multitasking and the deadlines that had to be done, I've discovered some things I'm doing wrong. And my guess is there are a lot of people out there who are probably following suit and doing the same thing. And that's why I want to help people live a more fulfilling life. It's my desire, what I really want to accomplish. And that's why I want to share this with you today. I was anxious to get to the mic and have this conversation. I don't have any notes on this. This is just conversation from my heart. I don't have anything other than a, this uh, study I seen early this morning that I pulled up and read through it. I said, wow, this is valuable information that will deliver uh, far, more, um, uh, far more benefit to our listening audience than to talk about Russia, Ukraine, or a gallon of gas or milk today. You see, and we'll get to all those things in other moments of time. And that's the way I see life. Life is a 360 uh, event. I really do believe that. We can't, that's why uh, when you come and you see America Out Loud and you look at the feed on the front page, you notice we're not talking about um, just uh, one thing. We talk about everything. It is life. It is quality. It is, it is all of these things, societal, cultural, uh, political is a part of it. We can't turn that off. I got a, you know, I got a um, email in from a listener the other day who said, you know, I love all the things you're doing in COVID and you, you really are a picture of grace over there at America Out Loud, but can you not send me any of this political stuff and uh, the rest of this stuff? And you're insulting my intelligence. That was uh, summarizing what the message was, but it was definitely insulting my intelligence was his words. As I recall, I, I don't have it in front of me again, but that was the message. I recall it in my mind here. And I thought, and I felt for the person, but then I realized this person, you know, well, you know, I don't know how that fits into this conversation other than you can't turn it all off all the time because that becomes a point of ignorance as well. And it reminds me of the, uh, the, um, the idiom that, you know, the, the, the old idiom that we, uh, we learned early on, probably you did as well, that, you know, you either get involved in politics or politics will get involved in you. And that is real. I mean, listen, I, I wish the world was, was a little smoother and operations were far better. And how do we drill it down and get to the best possible denominator? A lot of it's the people we elect. It's the, it's the we, the people who send we, the people to represent the rest of we, the people. That's the core of what we got to get better at. No doubt about that, people. For all of us, for all of us, Democrats. Yeah, you know, I love all people, by the way. Democrats, Republicans, independents. I love all people. I mean, so I, I mean, I'm not anti this or that. The only thing I'm really anti on, and you probably know that out, is a communist Marxist agenda. 
I, I don't think that's uh, for the human race. I don't think that should be uh, what we subscribe to. Um, that's a personal choice, of course. And that's what I rail against every day. And we'll continue to do for the rest of my life, I am sure, because that's not where the picture of freedom is. That's not what is going to uh, help us all succeed and live a more fulfilling life to be under some authoritarian uh, uh, regime, you know, of sorts, wherever that is. And there's a lot of that going on in the world, my friends. So we, we, can't, we can't just ignore that. We have to understand what, what the rules of engagement are. And we have to do a better job as people uh, to reach higher and to get to our fellow man, like I try to do here with you all. And I need your help to get a ripple effect because the ripple effect is what will make this thing ripple out there around the globe. And we do a pretty good job of rippling here uh, around the globe, uh, as I share with you often, and surely Australia, New Zealand, throughout Europe, there's many areas. I mean, even the African continent, we've got a, we are a global entity. So we have people listening from all over this uh, beautiful planet uh, that I surely hope we can uh, maintain and improve upon, I hope and pray. Uh, wow, that's tough at times, isn't it, friends? That's tough at times. So we've got to do a better job. But to do that, we all singularly have to be better at what we do, right? We have to singularly, uh, that's how this happens. So if you're better performed, as I am better performed, and improving ourselves in our own personal lives, it's, it's, a, it's an effect that will uh, ripple out there. That's the goal here. That's the goal. So before we build all these steps, now I do things on a day-to-day -day basis. I really see the value of these conversations and the things I'm talking with you about right now. Now, I don't want you to please, I don't want you to turn the phone back on. I don't want you to, I want you to leave that no uh, airplane mode on or whatever you've got to shut it off, please. please. Stay with me now for this program. I want to give you the tips and all of that. But I have felt this way all my life. I've recognized, and I've always been interested in our cognitive abilities and our brains as a whole. I've always been concerned, and I'm sure you heard me talk before about uh, dementia and Alzheimer's and things. And, you know, we see this around our personal lives, for sure. And I've seen it around others that have been in uh, political leaders like Ronald Reagan and others in the limelight that have suffered and struggled greatly and had a very unfortunate um experience with dementia or Alzheimer's. And I've talked to MDs and other leading folks about, I, I, you know, will we ever have a day where we don't have this in, you know, in our lives where we've got to contend with our memory loss? Part of the Stanford uh, study I'm sharing with you and talking about today uh, really dives into some of that and a unique way that I, I think we should talk about because I, I, there's nothing sadder than a person who has worked hard all their life, who has had such success metrics throughout their existence. And then they lose the ability to, to communicate uh, with the human race. Their minds check out and way too premature. It can happen very early to some people. I had an aunt it happened to in her 50s. And she just passed away at a younger age, very vibrant woman, but she got it very early in her life from my wife's side, a very amazing woman. And, you know, she, she just had it. It, it got it attacked her life early and very accomplished woman. 
I can't tell you why. I don't know why, but she died from it. I mean, struggled with it badly for about, I'm guessing, at least 10, 12 years of horrible existence, of decline, from her 50s nonetheless. I, and I just remember that. I bring that up just as a point because I remembered it just happened. And time's gone by. I think she's been gone for, um, I'm guessing, a couple of years now. It's recent. I mean, it's not long ago, but it's something like that. It's in recent times here for sure. Um, so I, I, I think that's been on my mind as well, how to improve that. That's why this uh, I relate to this story today uh, in the Stanford study and the point of multitasking and all that. But um, the other thing is back years ago, uh, well, probably at the beginning of America Out Loud, which is now in April, we'll be up on six years, by the way. We're coming up on our six-year anniversary. Uh, we're still babies in this whole thing, keep in mind. We're just getting started. But it's remarkable, the path we have been on and the path we are on right now. It's, it's, it's a God thing, is what I would say to you. Uh, there's no other way we would have had this tremendous uh, progress and success without the blessings of God Almighty and the fight of good and evil. It's, it's the premise of the network and the platform and surely my existence here on the voice of a nation and the other things that I, I am blessed to be able to participate in, you know, on the network and the platform. So that's important here, but I recognize early on America allowed this uh, important thing. And, you know, I started back then, I want you to understand, and I, I created this uh, very unique relationship uh, with a healthy cell. I did it from a, a, a purely, um, I, I can't explain, a, uh, just a, a response mechanism in me that realized that this was going to be important. I, I had the CEO on as a guest uh, through a PR firm, and he was on, um, how do I, I met him, it was totally accidental, but it was as a guest through a PR firm. I mean, talking about agent, that's what it was. It did a show on Asian. And there was this woman who uh, was totally accomplished in yoga. The, uh, you probably might have even heard the show. I've done a couple of them now. And this oldest yoga teacher, I don't have all the details in front of me, but it doesn't really matter here. But the point is that well, that's where the, 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 the stimulus of this thinking came from. And, I, and after he was on, Doug, I really liked him and liked his message. A really cool guy. And I, I reached out to the firm back then. I said, you know, I said, I think uh, we're, we're going to be on a journey ahead here. I think it might be a very interesting relationship, healthy cell in America. Allowed. I, I had no other basis for this, but I just, it was intuitive. And I, I just took the relationship on and I, 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 um, uh, I, um, I bought them on and, and I gave them some free airtime and did a lot of other things. I mean, that's the truth of it, you know, and, and I, and I was willing to do that because I thought eventually this would become a very unique, uh, relationship because it just, it just felt right to me. And boy, it became surely one of our biggest sponsors and advertisers today. And they just a terrific people, tremendous partnership and resourceful and very kind people. They, you know, when I send them a list of emails or that sort of thing, they always want to do the right thing. I've never, I've never discovered differently from them. They're always uh, beautiful people in the way they deal. And I like dealing with people like that. I really do. And, and I'm seeing those people more and more come around me uh, within advertisers and sponsors and promoters and people who want to be involved in the network. There's a lot of kindness here, friends. There's a lot of goodness, the richness of life. Mm, that is the richness of America out loud that I can't, I, is irreplaceable. It is why I do what I do. It is why I enjoy this so much. And what are the pure benefits of it? It's, oh my golly, it's been a blessing of my life. Yeah, I work hard. I'm doing too much multitasking, no doubt. 
but the people I've met, wow, it's, it's powerful, powerful. I couldn't have done this any other way. I've got to tell you, it's a godsend. And I'm richly rewarded for these relationships that are all around me. I can't tell you how blessed I am. I don't have the words. I mean, I'm just thinking of the people that are coming into my mind right now. And the blessings of all this. Wow. Yeah. Just grab that moment with me, please. Keep, keep the distraction. Don't multitask. Keep that all away, please. Just stay with me. Okay. So I want to share with you right now, because just because it fits into this conversation, you know, my wife and I went through a horrible COVID thing. You know this. And if you've listened to me before, you know that she almost died from it. 10 days in ICU and very serious situation because of the car accident she had just about five weeks prior to that. Uh, she was in pretty, uh, pretty difficult position. We almost lost her. By the grace of God, we got through all of that. And it really created a, a, a unique moment in life for me to experience and appreciate who she was as a person. I, I didn't want her to go prematurely as a young woman at that way. And, and, and she was ready to, I mean, she was there. She, she doesn't even remember the moment when she looked at my daughter, who's uh, 18 in the room. And she looked over and she said, the very hardly able to talk and her eyes were rolling the back of her head. And she said to me, uh, you know, I think I'm, I'm going to die. She could no longer breathe. She was on oxygen at home and I had to make this difficult decision. You know, and that was a trying moment. I bring that up purely for you to understand the importance of life and how precious it is, my friends, and how we have to hold on to that, and we have to help thy fellow neighbor be the very best we can be. It was my goal and responsibility, not as her husband, because it's not that we had the perfect life. We did not, or anything, or that it was imperfect, but it was that I needed to help this fellow person out, this, this person who I uh, was... Um, I adored as she was just a, a true friend and somebody who uh, deserved to get through this hurdle. And I just felt a passion to do everything I could to get her over that hurdle. And I, I, I worked hard at it to, to make that happen. Since then, uh, you know, prior to that, uh, she wasn't taking healthy cell at all. Um, she wasn't one of those people that worried about her body or vitamins or health or any of that. Truth of it, it is. But, you know, she was, but she was so, I mean, she, she wasn't never sickly. She didn't have comorbidity. She just had that horrible car accident. But now we both take focus from healthy cell is my point to you. And I, I want you to, and I want you to really consider getting this uh, because it's so important. And I take it every day and it's, a, it's sort of a, it's in a gel form. First of all, it's a little package and kind of a tangerine orange taste, but this is something we need to make part of our daily regimen. Um, and you know, I, I just went to the site a moment ago. Uh, I just pulled it up right now on Healthy Cell off of our site. And you can do the same thing. Go to healthycell.com forward slash out loud, or just click the banner ad back in America out loud. It's simple, simple to get there. But um, uh, the reason uh, I say that is I want you to read what I got here. It says, boost your brain power with science-backed nootropics to sharpen focus, concentrate longer, enhance recall, improve mental speed, learn rapidly, and be more alert. And again, they got a lot of stories and a lot of things here that are very powerful. But they say here, focus shopper, boost recall, concentrate longer, alertness and cognition, 
uh, antioxidant activity. So it's for the short-term focus and long-term brain health is what it is. It's absolute brain power. And so my wife and I both take this every single day. We, we absolutely make this part of our program. And what it does is it supercharges the nootropics that come, get to our brain. So instead of taking six or seven pills, and they say it right on here, you get the, just a little easy to swallow package. You can take right from the package and put it in water, which is what I do, because I take also other things with it, like the healthy cell AMPM. So I, I just think this is the best stuff. This is why I take it. I mean, I, I really believe in this here. I, I, I truly believe in it. So uh, take a look at that. It's, it's, it's a micro gel. It's maximum absorption into your body. Uh, it's all spelled out here to be a top performer. It kind of goes a little bit, well, it goes a whole lot with the talk today. And I just felt compelled to give that to you. All our listeners, by the way, get 20% off of that. So I want everybody to please consider, please consider getting this for you. Do it for you. Uh, focus and recall from healthy cell. I just want to focus on that today for you to get something out of this. I want to share all those tasks. Let's not lose track of time, but let's stay focused. Give me just a quick pause here. I'll, I'll get this message to you real fast. We'll come back. Keep the phone off. Keep the rest of it there. No multitasking. Promise me. Stay with me. Be right back with you. You're listening to the voice of a nation. Our global experts are brilliant writers and engaging hosts on a mission of a lifetime. You'll find the latest news and inspiration on the front page of AmericaOutloud.com. In 2008, the amount of concentrated time people could spend on a task without becoming distracted was 12 seconds. Five years later, it was only eight seconds, one second less than a goldfish. If you find yourself always distracted or having trouble recalling information, you're likely to fall behind in the demanding, fast-paced 21st century. In other words, brain performance is more critical now than ever. Boost your brain power with Healthy Cells Focus Plus Recall. Science-backed nootropics to sharpen focus, concentrate longer, enhance recall, improve mental speed, learn rapidly, and be more alert. It's a pill-free brain supplement made with maximum absorption technology, designed to feed our brains at the cellular level. Take it for a test drive. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 20% off your first order of Focus Plus Recall. That's HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD for 20% off. Let's get real. Let's get loud. On America Out Loud Talk Radio, this is McCullough Report. Are you tired of your tired vitamins? Consider Healthy Cell. These are pill-free vitamins that are in convenient gel packs. Uh, I like the Focus and Recall supplement. I use this a lot. You know, your brain uses a lot of energy and it depends on a variety of micronutrients and vitamins. Boost your short-term focus and long-term brain power with Healthy Cell's Focus and Recall Vitamins. So go to HealthyCell.com, use the code OUTLOUD, all capital letters, OUTLOUD for a 20% off your first order of any Healthy Cell product. Let's get real. Let's get loud on America Out Loud Talk Radio. As Americans, we seek to form a more perfect union. To paraphrase Abraham Lincoln, we are a government of the people, by the people, and for the people. And God willing, we shall not perish from the earth. AmericaOutloud.com Liberty and justice for all. 
Well, this is Malcolm Out Loud here, yours truly, and we are joined back here on The Voice of a Nation. And we are not talking about milk, gas, Russia, Ukraine, or anything else. There's no multitasking right now, friends. We're talking about our lives, our bodies. Uh, we're talking about uh, a healthy life. And we're talking about us today. We're talking about focusing. Uh, and we're talking about no multitasking. And it's a bigger conversation. Uh, it's bringing it up to probably 50,000 feet today. Probably not 30, but probably 50. To be able to really look at the world around us. And know and understand that all the things we're worried about today, friends, you know, if our life ended tomorrow, you know, all those things don't matter anyways that we're worried about or stressed about. They don't matter anymore. So what are we really worried about if we're not enjoying every moment and living in today? And that's something I feel very, very uh, passionate about. You know, the 90-10 rule. And 90% in the front window, only 10% in the rearview mirror. Never live your life in the past. Let it go. Please let it go. Okay? Only live it in today. Don't live it all in the future either. You can only live in the moment. That's the only way you're going to really have uh, the quality life and have the success you deserve, that you desire. Okay? So 90-10 rule. Okay, that's how you do. And I, I live by that rule. I know there are a lot of other people and family and others who tend to live in the past and, and they beat themselves up regularly for stuff they could have done, should have done, would have done, you know, 20 years ago. Differently. You cannot change yesterday, my friends. It is only a 10 percent rule to make not the same mistake again and to learn from the past. That's all you can use that for as part of your roadmap through life. OK, so we're better people for this now. I'm far better for it. You're better for it. And we'll grow together. Okay. So that's important. Now, back to the Stanford. I want to get right to the Stanford uh, study here. Okay. I'm going to put the links to these things absolutely in this post. When it goes to podcast, just look for it at the voice of a nation, right? Look for it right at America Out Loud. Okay. And I'm going to put it right in there. And you'll have all this information as it gets to podcast. So, for sure. Uh, so you can use it. All right. So what they say here in the Stanford study is build no multitasking zones into your day. So don't do it. And this is something I'm going to have to work hard at. And, and you're, you may have to as well, but we'll help each other. Uh, they say the most basic way to counter the momentum of multitasking is to block your calendar for periods of full engagement on the task at hand. Close all the windows on your computer uh, put your phone on airplane mode if you have to. Do whatever you need to do to silence the continuous distractions of the attention economy so you can focus on a single task at a time. Now, now there's something more to this that is so important. I want to tell you that, and they tell you why this is so important. Let me continue. This, this is the crux of, it, over the next five minutes is the crux of this whole talk. So you, you really need to pay attention here, okay? Notice when you crave mental stimulation, they say, okay? It's no accident that so many of us struggle to kick this habit of multitasking. Well, I'll be at the top of that class. As Adam Alter notes in Irresistible, many of the technologies we use have been designed to create a kind of behavioral addiction to continuous digital stimulation. 
We're drawn to the dopamine-induced hit of pleasure that results from pulling out our phone, reading the news, or scanning the Facebook or Twitter news feed, right? You all know what I'm talking about. We all have that problem. We have to shut it off, not worry about it. As a result, multitasking through our consuming digital media is easy. Blocking out these distractions to focus is hard. That's where awareness becomes crucial. Notice each time you feel drawn to this base form of informational pleasure. Then see what happens when you resist, when you look at the sky for a minute rather than looking at your phone. Now, see, and I walk every day, as you know, friends, and I find this is good advice because there are times, well, I take the phone with me and I have in the back pocket. Now, I could say to you, I take it because I want to measure the steps I take in the miles because the phone does that. Okay, great. And other things can do that as well, by the way, right? We all know that. Uh, but that would probably be, uh, some of it's true, but the other part of it's probably a white fib. I want to make sure I don't miss some crucial world-ending message um, on the news feed or some text that comes in that is so dire and so important, I must respond immediately. You see what I mean? That's making myself available to all of these other distractions. Not a good thing. Not a good thing. So that's an area I could surely improve on right there. Okay. Now, they say train the muscles of sustained attention. Now, listen to this. This is, this is what got me this morning when I looked at all this. All right. This is the reason I said I got to share this with you today. Multitasking is to the brain as junk food is to the body. It's the thing we crave that's keeping us from feeling our best. Mindfulness is to the brain as physical exercise is to the body. It's the daily practice that helps us build greater mental strength and endurance. Makes sense. So if you haven't started some sort of practice already, try meditating for five or more minutes each day. And there are ways, friends, we don't have to be an expert meditator, I'm telling you now. All we have to do is learn to shut things off. Use the airplane mode more. Don't engage with the social media 24-7. Now, I don't do that at all. I can't. It would, I don't have the capacity to do that. And just leave things alone and focus on the moment of making this the very best moment it can be. Try doing that. That's something I have done. Uh, not as common as I should, more rarely, but I have done it, as I shared with you earlier. Um, and if you can't do that, they say try using your walk from your car or from the train station to work at a time uh, to bring your full attention to the sights and sounds around you. Now, that's really important. And that is something I was doing fairly regularly when I'd walk my a few miles a day kind of thing, which I do with my wife now. And it's, you know, I, I really take in the sights and sounds. I hear the birds, I hear the bugs, I see the skies, I see the green in the trees. I see the people on the sidewalks of America. I feel the world, I feel the earth, I feel the presence of all of it. You see, it's all there in that moment. And I'm reminded how beautiful this world is, how special it is just from that, you see, okay? Now, uh, Donald Hebb, an early neuroscientist, noted the core problem and opportunity at the heart of this modern predicament, listen to this now, the neurons that fire together, wire together. So the neurons 
and our brains are firing all these thoughts. That's the multi-shashman, bing and a bing and a bing, and it's firing. All the neurons are firing, see, because we're not just firing one. We've got 25 neurons or 2,500 neurons firing. All the things we got to do, and the gas, and the milk, and the Russia, and got all this stuff, bing and, bing, and the kids, and life, and college, and whatever's going on. See what I mean? And it's like, you get to a moment, it's like, cocoa, cocoa, bang, you know? And then nothing really gets done right. We're like, we're all over the place. We're like, okay, you know? When we multitask, we're firing the neural pathways of distraction and diminished memory over and over and over again. What happens? Well, what happens? These neurons that fire together, they wire together and stay together. That's the problem. And we're limiting our future outlook. And I just, that's why this was an aha moment today. When I said, my God, I got to share this with listeners. It's like, this is the best thing I could share with you today. When we break this habit, however, here's the good news. Give me a drum roll, please, right? Here is the good news. When we break this habit, which we are starting to do right now, you and I today, this moment, we're firing new, more productive neural pathways. So new ones start to fire up. We're, so our brain, this fabulous God-given muscle we got begins to expand. We're wiring together mental habits that allow us to achieve deeper levels of focus and heightened levels of memory processing and recall, focus and recall. In short, we're smarter when we just do one thing at a time. O-M-G. Mm. Wow. 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 Does that make sense? Does that make sense? Huh. And all this time, I'm running around like a chicken with my head cut off on days or at moments, never really given that idea, that event, that person, my undivided attention. That was rare for me. Now, I did do it on occasion, as I said with you. It was a special moment, and, and I still have those special moments. They're amazing. But my day-to-day, -day, I'm guilty of this entire thing. I was the multitasking king, or so I thought. And I thought I was one of the cool people in class who could do that single-handedly. Look, Mom, look, Mom, I can do all of this with one hand tied behind my back, like a Dr. Seuss rhyme, you know? You know, up with he's got the umbrella and the he's on the ball. You know, you know what I'm talking about. Back and forth. I love Dr. Seuss, by the way. It's my favorite author of all time, Theodore Theodore Gazelle. Uh, love, love. I get every book Seuss ever wrote. By the way, every children's book and every adult book. Love this author. It's my favorite, my absolute favorite. And I read them. I got to take the kids' books out and read them again. I love these books. It's my favorite. So my, I wish I'd had the chance to meet him in this life. Would have been amazing. And his wife, Audrey Gazelle. I mean, I know because I've read all their books and the bios and everything else on my mind. Anyways, I digress, right? But, uh, but th that's, you know, that, that, that whole thing, is that's the visual I have with Seuss, where, you know, the cats are running around the cat in the head, and he's on the umbrella on the ball, and he's, oh, I can multitask and the fish and the goldfish and the you know, in the ball and he's juggling and all that's kind of what we are people. 
That's what life looks like. Now I see myself clearly in the, in the front window here, and I kind of don't like what I see at that. I'm not really focused on the brilliance of that moment, you see? And I think that's what we need to do better, okay? That's what we need to do better. So I want to ask you to uh, uh, take some time and benefit and improve your own life, please. Let's break it down and help each other, okay? And, you know, and I want to hear your stories on this. I really want to hear your stories, your success stories. So when this goes to podcast, put your stories down in the comments. Please do that. Would you please do that for me? And just look in there and write your comments in or surely send them in to me as well. And you can absolutely do that. Liberty at AmericaOutloud.com. You can email me there. We'll get them in here. And I'd love to share them with others on a future broadcast on this. I'd love to know your success stories and things you might have overcome and things of that nature. And you can also connect with us on social media. You know, it's, there's only one Malcolm Out Loud on the planet, my friends. Uh, whatever social media it is, just look it up. Um, uh, there's only one of me, I assure you. That's all the, the world can handle at one time here. Uh, I'm sure of that. But, but that, those are the things I'd like to focus on. And, you know, moving forward in the days ahead, as we tackle the big uh, problems du jour, that we'll do together, whatever they are, okay? Whether it is a gallon of gas, a gallon of milk, the Russia and Ukraine, and that is a story in itself, isn't it now? All right, whatever that is, I promise we'll do it together and we'll find ways that can improve all of our lives and things that uh, we can do to implement a, 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 well, a higher standard of living, but let's not get caught in the weeds. And let's uh, focus right now this massive, the study and this story and that we all thought multitasking was the way to go. We're doing ourselves harm. We have to stop multitasking. Promise me you'll do that. And I promise you, I will do that. I'm going to do my ultimate best to really focus on every moment and give everybody that comes into my path my undivided attention and to stop the rudeness. Oh, that's my commitment here. I hope you'll do the same to my fellow Americans and to our friends around the globe here. Thank you for being with me on the mission always. It's time to get involved and get loud.